and welcome to the Practices Made Perfect podcast, your go-to source for all the latest innovations in marketing, technology, team, culture, and more, geared specifically to independent practice owners and brought to you by DVM Elite, the industry leaders with game-changing strategies and life-changing connections for private practice owners. All right. Hi, welcome to your Breakthrough Ideas call this month, especially for all of our front desk superstars. Um, we're, our topic for this month is engagement. This has uh, engagement skills. We really think this is a great topic. Um, are excited to talk with you about it. Um, really kind of a refresher on some of those front desk skills that perhaps you can share with your team um, and, um, and your uh, front deskers. So let's just make sure we're coming through loud and clear. Thanks for those of you who joined us early and told us you could hear us. That's awesome. Great. I have um, Julie Geiger from our account manager team joining us today. And if you don't know Skittles, she is also here. If she's not going to behave herself, I'm going to go put her away. But um, the vote was that she stays um, for, for this call. So this call is going to be in our podcast format. So what that means is we um, are making it available after this call to listen um, in a podcast app. So it really will work in any podcast app. We currently have it hosted on Spotify. Um, and if you don't know how to find it, it is under uh, the name Practices Made Perfect. Um, and we're just let, making it available to our, um, our members. Um, so it's really not advertised to anybody else. But if you are someone who likes to listen to podcasts in the car or while you're doing laundry or out on a walk, um, you can access the audio through that. So welcome, Julie, from our account manager team. We're so glad you're here today. Thank you. And I'm going to add that all of my clients that I have given this link to for um, on Spotify, they are loving the podcast format. I'm so glad that we have moved to this. So, yeah, it, I think job. it's really fun. You know, we all are limited on time and sometimes taking this 20, 30 minutes in the middle of the day is just not doable for you. So um, that's why we really wanted to offer it that way. So that's great. So, all right. Well, so today we're talking about how to engage with our clients. So give us a little background. Like why did we really decide this was important to talk about today? Well, now we are now, for those of us who might be listening later, we're in June and we are emerging from our COVID quarantines. I've been sending out so many emails for clients about resuming normal operations. Um, we're kind of emerging from our little cocoons and we're having to interact with the public again. I don't know about you, Christy, but I, I'm, I'm finally seeing my friends and my family again. Um, we're seeing people in person. We have to talk to people and we might need a little freshening up on how to get that done. Yeah, I so agree. It's, it's, it's a strange transition, isn't it? And, you know, I think the other transition that we're seeing on the phones is, you know, the phones have been absolutely crazy busy, uh, particularly with curbside. Um, that's perhaps, um, as we're starting to see people in the practice again, um, uh, fading a little bit. And so we don't have quite so much phone volume, but I think our teams have gotten into some habits that maybe we should refresh some of those skills with engagement. Whereas, you know, and I absolutely do not blame anyone for this is the habit has been we've needed to get people off the phone as fast as possible. 
we maybe have slipped on some of those engagement skills and really engaging with the customers, uh, the, the clients, the, the new patients from that very, very first phone call. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that emotional connection and why it's so important to establish that really right off the bat. Uh, absolutely. I, I know that our I, we speak with so many clients and our clients are moving from just trying to get through the day and surviving and we've got to move to the thriving. So from surviving to thriving. Um, and it's important that we do this as hopefully things will um, moderate a bit. Uh, we, we need people to like us on the other end of the phone. People, people work and they buy from and they interact with people they like. But if, if you don't have that warmth and that compassion, um, you're not building that relationship, right, Christy? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's, it's, it's an old saying, but you never get that second chance to make a first impression. And, and that first connection really sets the stage for the entire customer journey. If you feel like you have found your people, that they care about you, that they're interested in you from that first phone call, it is so much more likely that this is gonna be a sticky client, a sticky patient that stays with you for many years and that refers you to um, other people. So it's all part of your overall marketing strategy is this engagement with our clients and it happens on that first phone call. So have you ever seen, have you ever experienced that? Let's say you, you want to have, um, you know, you're establishing a new relationship, um, um, a dentist or a veterinarian. Um, what, what, what's that feeling as you're the customer getting into that relationship? Um, what, what, what have you noticed um, well, as far as that goes? Okay. So we've all had good interactions and bad interactions. Mm -hmm. I, I love my dentist. When I call up, she knows who I am. She remembers, I'm sure she has notes behind the scenes, but she remembers that Mrs. Geiger makes appointments for Matthew Geiger, Jacob Geiger, and Michael Geiger. And she, she greets me by name and she's warm and she's funny. And I love her. And mm -hmm. I have made lots of my friends love her too, because when everybody says, Hey, do you have a new dentist? I volunteer mine because, yeah. because I think they're fantastic. And actually it's, it's not the dentist really. I only see him for five minutes. It's the front desk. Yeah, it's Alicia. She's she's kind of the, the she she's the she's the first line of um, interaction, and and she's the one. She's fine, but I love mm -hmm. her. Yeah, for sure. And and you wouldn't do that if you felt like you were being rushed through the conversation. With you, when you called, it was just, "Can I make an appointment?" Sure. When you're like, "Come in," right? I mean, you wouldn't have any. It's, it does the job, there. but it's not charming. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, and so, what 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 I think what I think we're seeing as kind of the bad habit, and you know, we we can listen to we on occasion listen to a few upbook phone calls, <laughs> um, and uh, just it's in part of in, our job in coaching in coaching uh, practices on how to be how to be more successful. That's what we that's what we want. We want you to have sticky clients that absolutely love you and refer people to it. Um, what the habit that we're seeing that um, our front desk teams have been falling into is you know, you're asked a question and you respond to that question. And I wanna emphasize that there's nothing wrong with that. You are doing your job. That is, and, and of course we want to uh, have this 
uh, conversation happened as efficiently as possible when we were in COVID times, for sure. So you're not, you're not wrong here. But what I want to challenge our teams to do is to flip it a little bit and try to come into a more engaging pattern. So let's just kind of role play and kind of what that, what that looks like. So first we're going to do just kind of really what we're hearing. So, hi, I'd like to make an appointment for my new puppy. Great, when would you like to come in? I mean, I'm taking right. care of it, right? I'm, <laughs> you I'm are taking care of business, for I sure. I am getting business done. I'm being <laughs> transactional. Absolutely. I'm not being conversational. So what opportunity did we miss here with that? Oh, well, while I will be booking you an appointment, um, I'm not making a relationship. I'm not bringing that engagement. So how do we, Christy, teach me how to do it better. <laughs> right? I, bet, yeah, I um, bet you know how to do it better. And, and, and just a question, how much emotional investment does this potential new client have in your business? Meaning, how likely are they to show up for that appointment? That's a good point because we all hate those no-shows. Right. They waste time, they waste energy. There, there's nothing good about that. So we all know that um, new clients are the ones that are least sticky. They're the ones who are most likely to be no-shows. Uh, right. And maybe if we had built that connection more from that very first phone call, um, the, the potential of them showing up is going to be far greater, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is because, you know, when it's just transaction, and, and this is kind of why we, we want to steer people away from making online appointments for new clients, because there's just not that motivation to show up, right? Um, and so we want to have that, that conversation. So what I really love when someone asks this direct question is to say, I'd be happy to help you with that. Can I ask you a few questions first? So we're, we're helping, we're being friendly, and we're moving away into a little more engagement rather than jumping straight into the transaction. So what- I like how you asked if, I could, if you could ask me questions. That, that puts me in the right mindset mm -hmm. uh, to say yes, to be agreeable to you. Yeah, and we know we know from our principles. Of, <laughs> we know from our principles of influence. So those of you who have been to our summit, um, and we we do a, we do a whole session on the principles of influence, is that pe one of the principles is that people are more like are likely to be consistent. So if they start saying yes, they are more likely to say yes to other things. So we ask them if we can ask them a few questions, they say yes, and we can go ahead and start to get into some of those questions. So let's let's just role play that and see how it's, um, and, and just see how this, this may change. So, um, hi, I'd like to make an appointment for my new puppy. Oh, that's great. Um, can I ask you a few questions first? Oh, sure. Oh, fantastic. So um, you have a new furry family member. What, what kind of animal is it? Oh, well, it is a golden retriever puppy. Oh my goodness. They're the best. That puppy breath. How old is your puppy? Um, she's 10 weeks old now. Oh my goodness. What a fun age. And they're so energetic. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. She's chewing on everything <laughs> for sure. I bet you could use some tips and some advice on that. Um, and you probably need some vaccines. 
either yeah, me to for get sure. her or him. You know, I've actually never had a puppy before and I, I'm, I'm not quite sure what to do. So I just wanted to kind of call and get some, um, uh, you know, get some advice, get some, um, uh, you know, when, when are we, I mean, I keep reading different things online about when we should get her spayed. I, I just don't really know what, uh, what the best right. thing to do. We would be so happy to help you with that because it, it, it's starting the pup, the journey of puppyhood. Uh, we like to hold our clients by the hand and walk them through the whole stage to make sure that your puppy stays a happy and healthy companion for years and years to come. We'd love to get you in and get you started. Does that sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. So how do we do? <laughs> if you want to, you want to put any notes in our our, our Q and A or in our chat box um, on that, but I think you can feel um, instantly this like kind of like oh oh my gosh someone who understands me someone who gets it um, I feel an immediate connection to this practice um, and yes it took you know maybe thirty seconds to do that um, and so that that maybe time you didn't have before. What we're hoping is that that you're going to start having a little more of that time available, um, and you know, since we're since we're bringing into the into into the business growth elite family some dentistry and optometry practices, you know, it's you know, there's a lot of emotion generally around veterinary. So this is actually pretty easy to do in veterinary, but how can we think this through and make it uh, be more engaging, like you said, for your dentist or for an optometrist um, in the um, engagement process? So, um, you know, we can do the transactional thing, which is pretty honestly exactly what I've been getting at my optometrist and I'm a very good customer <laughs> I've been there for years and they never recognize me um it, to to be there honestly so, the same thing happens <laughs> in mine too right so opportunity huge opportunity here so how can we have this emotional connection um with let's say an optometry appointment even without the furry family member. even without the furry family member um because really vision is extremely important yeah let's do what let's do one of those obviously Okay, so I'll be I'll be the customer this time, Christy. Um, ring, ring. Hi, I need to make an appointment. Um, well, terrific. I can help you with that. Can I ask you a few questions first? Um, have you been to the practice yeah, sure. before? Sure. Have you been to the practice I before? Haven't. Oh, wonderful. Well, we're so glad that you gave us a call today. Well, on behalf of Dr. Smith and the whole team, let me be the first to welcome you to our practice. You've made a great choice. So what prompts the appointment today? Well, yeah, and honestly, I'm getting a little older and things aren't quite as clear as they used to be. So I think it's time for an appointment, but I don't know. Oh. I'm not real sure. Yeah, I'm so glad you called. It's really important um, just as we, um, as, as we age to make sure that we're not straining our eyes um, and that we're letting you see just as crystal clear as possible and really making sure that your eyes are healthy and those prescriptions are up to date. So Dr. Smith could see you um, on Tuesday at two. Would that work for you? It does. Thank you. Great. So how do we bring in some of the um, emotion in that interaction? Uh, well, we, we connected with them. You, you assured me to, um, my concerns were real because everybody wants to be validated. So you made sure that they were, uh, you heard me. 
above all, you heard me. You were friendly, you were warm, you were charming. Um, all of those things that we want to be. And I love that you used the uh, name of the doctor mm-hmm. in there. We always try to get that in there, right? Um, you you just brought it. What else? What else do you want to? Well, you know, I, I, I absolutely. That was that was all the stuff I was going for. And you know, I I, I think that that like um, reassuring people that they made a great choice. Um, you know what what we what we hear, particularly from our uh, millennial and Gen Y folks, is they don't love picking up the phone to make appointments. So you have made this phone call so much less painful for them. You've, you've reassured them that they're doing the right thing and that uh, we, are t- we, are, we are treating this phone call as really something that's kind of precious. We're giving it tons and tons of attention. We're letting them know how happy we are to have them as, um, as a client and um, really valuing that rather than treating it as something that can be off off of the, um, uh, you know, off your plate as soon as possible. And what we're finding is that there is tons of increased competition, particularly from online outlets in the optometry market. And we have to figure out a way to really build those human personal relationships and that it's not just, you can't just take care of your eye health by just clicking um, clicking on an online form. So this is another place where it's really important. Yeah. So empathy um, is greater than an online form. I believe it is. I believe it is. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Um, I, I agree with you. Yeah, and then, and as we think through even that 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 de- the um, dentistry as well, I think you know really the you know if you think about those two um, particular our own particular experiences, generally people are not afraid. Maybe have some to go to the eye doctor, but there's definitely an element of fear that can happen with a dentist. Um, I don't think that's news to anybody. We all know people who haven't been for years because they've had unpleasant experiences and you know, our, um, our, our dental practices have an opportunity really being aware of that to acknowledge and release some of that, uh, some of that fear um, in that initial phone call. So it might be, you know, I haven't been in for a really long time, I'm scared. You know, how would you respond to that kind of um, that kind of admission? I, I, well, I'd reassure them. I would I would assure them that they're not alone because nobody wants to be told that they are out on a limb by themselves. They're doing something wrong. So you want to reassure them and say, I would probably say something along the lines of, um, sure that that going forward we we will be able to take care of them. Um, our doctor is sympathetic. They aren't going to get fussed at. Does anybody mm-hmm. remember the days when we would go into our, our, our dentist and they would fuss at us because we didn't floss enough mm-hmm. every time? Um, that's, and that's not the experience people are looking for. They mm-hmm. want to be reassured. Um, and they want to know that one's going to judge them. Mm-hmm. That's all. We don't, we don't yeah. want to be, we want to be, we want to be consoling and empathetic rather than judgmental. Yeah, and I think there's there's opportunities um, in these calls to you know bring in. So if you're a veterinary practice and say, I want you to know we're a fear-free practice. We specialize in anxious pets. Or we, if you're a, an optometry practice, I'm so glad you called. We're our doctor is so great with um, finding a solution for um, you know making sure you can see 
long distance and short distance, um, maybe even without bifocals, um, you know, so that you, you, you can throw that in or say, you know, we, we totally understand where we're, we operate with pain-free principles, whatever, with, with dentistry. And that's an opportunity in, um, in that initial phone call, in that initial engagement to talk about those kind of things, if those are things that your practice um, offers. All right. You're very good at this, Christy. So what else, what else can we can we talk about with uh, what other concerns kind of come up? Oh, I have we have a note here from um, from Winnie. I love connecting with our clients and new potential clients, and we'll have wow conversations. Yeah, absolutely. You know, for our front desk people, you know this this is really where you shine, and you can have you can be so wonderful um, at this. Um, and um, and and what she's mentioning is. Um, we lose them due, due, due to being booked out so far. I, I know this is breaking the hearts of many of our front desk teams is that we have to have to do that. So Julie, what, what have you been, been working with our, our members on, on these like long, long, long lead times for, uh, for, um, new, new, for, for new clients or for existing clients that we can't get in for a while? Let me think about that one uh, because everyone is experienced the, the, the long lead times. It's taking two weeks is a, is a reasonable turnaround. Um, lots of my practices do hold um, time slots open for, um, for emergencies. Mm-hmm. Um, they are charging more for, for that privilege of immediate immediacy. Um, we are it's I, a tough I, one. I know one thing that um, I have seen work is offering these flex appointments. So it would be, I you know, our schedule is booked up, but you know, you're really important to us. And I know that this is a concern to you. Um, what we can offer is if you drop off Fluffy at 8 a.m., we will work them into the schedule at some time during the morning. I can't tell you exactly when that is because it just kind of depends on how long other appointments take. But if you're able to offer that flex appointment, uh, particularly for, you know, if you have a long, you know, existing client who's really got a concern, we want to see them, um, see if your practice owner would be willing to, um, to do that. Um, and I have been recommend, and kind of, it, it really, it's all over the board with, um, with, <laughs> with, with what practices are, are offering, but um, I do have some that, that hold same day appointments open, we'll hold one or two same day appointments open that they can, that the front desk team can slot somebody in if they're feeling like it's going to be uh, something that they're, they're actually really concerned um, about the pet and really want them seen um, as soon as possible. You know, really the last thing we want is to send them someplace else. If it's just a routine vaccination, you know, just explaining that um, we can um, say, yes, it's a super important, just so you know, for routine, for routine visits, we are booking two weeks out. We really want to get fluffy in then just to make sure you don't fall behind. It is safe, even if they're due uh, for their vaccine, uh, it is safe to, to do that and just be a little bit late. So maybe assuaging some of, some of that um, fear that might be in there. Um, and, and really- I will also throw in that this is a good opportunity for lots of my clients. We've been talking a lot about making sure you forward book clients mm-hmm. to make sure that it doesn't, it doesn't help today, but it will help going forward. Also, yeah. We've been talking a lot about that. So yeah. Who would have predicted? I mean, I know I had, I had a couple of practices that um, had, 
had a year ago or a little more than a year ago had gotten into this habit of forward booking, let me tell you, it saved their bacon. Um, in in um, and it also really reinforces uh, that that need to do it. And it's just like, oh boy, I'm so glad I booked my appointment a year ago. Who would have known that COVID would have had this huge um, impact on the ability to get bed appointments? So let that be maybe incentive for getting that forward booking um, in place going forward. That's a really good point. All right, so Winnie, uh, also connect with your account manager for more ideas um, on that because I, I uh, you're not, definitely not alone um, in that situation. And there are there are things you can do with your schedule and, and, and in talking about that um, to, um, to, to be able to get them in. So, all right, so, oh, we've done a really, we, we've, see, we didn't think we'd have so much to talk about. We've We're using covered up our, our time. <laughs> covered our whole 25 <laughs> minutes. So, so what, what, what are some of the downsides um, of this engagement? We've talked some about the upsides. There are a few, there are, there's a little bit of a downside with, um, are, with doing this. Mm -hmm. uh, well, you can get a really chatty client. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. it happens. We have people who work, are going to take up more time. So yeah. what do we do with that? Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think sometimes um, there's going to be situations where you need to just get them off the phone a little bit faster. Uh, if you, the phone is ringing off the hook, you can put them on hold, that kind of thing. And hopefully they'll get the message that <laughs> we need to wrap this up. You know, it does take a little bit longer, uh, for sure. And so I think that's really why it's dropped. The, 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 the emphasis on engagement has dropped off over uh, over the past year, just because the phones have been so busy, but as things kind of normalize, um, really upping that engagement game can, um, it'll improve, it'll improve your reviews, it'll improve plant retention, it improves no-show rates, um, it improves uh, referrals, uh, there's so many things that um, are long-term. Taking the long-term view, mm -hmm. right? It's, it, it's just making, it, ensuring the future. Yeah, and it, and it makes, um, Clients that have a good first impression and are already bonded to your practice are so much nicer to deal with too, right? Because <laughs> they're like, they're they like, are, oh. they forgive you those little things that might go wrong because they're, oh, we'll forgive them, give them a little grace. Yeah, for sure. So um, Winnie mentioned that, um, oh, she, they're actually having new clients prepay, <laughs> prepay for the exam to uh, book the appointment and it has cut down on no-shows. Yeah, that's a tactic that um, that some practices are adopting in markets where, and I, I have no problem with that. We have some who are taking the credit card number, maybe not charging it, but it's kind of a psychological tactic that, um, yes, I can get you in, but I do have to get a credit card number to hold your appointment. We have such a waiting list, um, you know, or putting, or keep it, keeping a really nice waiting list can, uh, can be, can be really helpful as well. Winnie is actually one of my practices and um, we have implemented a great script to help with that because when you do that, it's working very, very well for them because they're booking weeks out mm -hmm. uh, and they're very careful to help employ, be charming while they're asking for money up front. <laughs> right? <laughs> to ensure so they it sounds like Winnie is she's, she's very, very good at that. Yes. So... Um, so yeah, really appreciate, appreciate that, um, that feedback and that, you know, that, that is what makes our community powerful um, here is being able to share some of these tactics 
And, you know, they do cross um, cross industries as well. So we are all learning from each other. So when um, when things get super busy in other niches, these are these are definitely all things we can try um, to um, and I, you know, and I think the uh, the uh, you know the other thing that um, I have been recommending to my practices is getting uh, potential clients to fill out their forms um, ahead of time. And I think this is really taken from uh, dentistry. And I don't know if you ever had to have oral surgery; a lot of fun. But oh my gosh, the paperwork you have to do for that. And let me tell you, after 20 pages of paperwork, I am not going to miss that appointment because I'm not doing that again. So there's something to be said for getting forms filled out um, online. If you don't have your forms online, talk to your account manager. We can help you with that. Um, and and it's, it's that commitment. It's that, it's that, yes, I've had to actually say I'm making an appointment. I am putting down my name and address. If we can grab um, you know, that credit card, if you're really having a hard time uh, with no-shows, all of those are ideas varies market to market who can tolerate that, um, but uh, they are tactics that have definitely worked for other practices. So, all right. Any last quick tips you have uh, for us on engagement as we wrap things up, Julie? Um, I'm, I'm gonna throw one we've talked about forever, um, the audible smile. You can, people can hear it. They, they, they know when you are smiling. It, it, there, there's a sound to it and you want to employ it. Yeah, absolutely. And slow down, even if you're busy, <laughs> for sure. I'm um, guilty of that as well. Mm -hmm. And myself to do it. And you know, that, that, that you almost think of it as you're, you're creating that experience. If you are really rushed answering the phone, it is going to feel like you are a bother and you are not the most important thing um, for whoever is answering the phone. So that slowdown can make a huge difference. As always, you know, as, as things normalize, starting to keep an eye on that upbook score. If you're finding that you are below 60 or 50%, you're probably falling into some of these traps. And this is the easiest and most effective way to up that score is to up your engagement game. Would you agree? I, you wrapped it up perfectly. Good job. <laughs> okay, terrific. All right, well, we're at the, at, at the uh, bottom of the hour here. So I really appreciate um, all of you who made the time for our talk today. Um, I will have the recording um, available for you. Uh, thank you, Winnie. I'll have the recording available for you both um, um, with our faces on it, if you prefer that, or we will have it um, in our podcast and we will send that out to everyone. Uh, and thanks for being here today and have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, y'all. Want to keep the conversation going? Great. You can reach out to us directly or hit us up through our website at dvmelite.com. There's no need to go it alone. Our experts are here to help you implement the strategies and tactics mentioned in this podcast. Let's work together to make your dream practice a reality. Mm -hmm.